Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again this morning with a word from the Lord and a song from him of praises and thankfulness. It is now 8.46 a.m. We just give God praise and thanks for this day, for this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. Today being August 21st. Well, we know what happens 21 days as we read in the Bible when Daniel had prayed and his prayer was held up even though God had already answered it. 21 days he got the answer. So we just thank God for today. And so as I got up this morning, I heard God just singing this song in me. Well, of course, yesterday afternoon I was saddened when someone sent me about the tragedy in Haiti. I was very, very, very saddened. Nevertheless, this is the song he gave me this morning. Guide me, oh, thou great redeemer, pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, Bread of heaven, feed me now and evermore. Feed me now and evermore. Open now the crystal fountain whence the healing stream doth flow let the fire cloudy pillar lead me all my journey through strong deliverer strong deliverer be thou still my strength and shield. Be thou still my strength and shield. When I tread the verge of Jordan, bid my anxious fears subside. Death of death and hell's destruction land me safe on Kenyan side. Songs of praises, songs of praises I will ever give to thee. I will ever give to thee.
my people of God, what is happening in the world now is nothing new under the sun. And so therefore in Moses's time, the people were there murmuring and complaining and murmuring and complaining. In Numbers chapter 21, verse four to nine, and they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged. Yes, the people are discouraged because of the way. Well, David said, encourage yourself in the word. Encourage yourself in the Lord. You could sing praises. You could worship. You could study the word. You can pray. You could be thankful. And the people spake against God and against Moses. You see, Moses was God's prophet. Moses was God's minister. He raised up Moses over those people. They murmured against God. They thought, I guess, when they was murmurs, murmuring against Moses, they figured that, oh, that's Moses. But they didn't know they were murmuring against God because when God raised up someone and put them in power, he is God anointed, elected. And the people spake against God and Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water. And our soul loathed this light bread. Their soul wasn't loathing for God. Their soul wasn't hungering for God. They weren't being thirsty for the things of God. Our soul loathed this light bread. Sounds like something that is going on right now. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people. Why? The Lord was angry because he was feeding them all along. But they, they, they were so choosy, right? And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people and much people of Israel died listen if we don't settle down and quiet down and humble ourselves something's coming to bite us and you see if you could fight against God and the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people and they bit the people and much people of Israel died Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. You don't know what it is to be a leader. Because you're going to have two people, peaceful. And 80 heathenistic can't satisfy and so Moses prayed for the people and the Lord said unto Moses make thee a fiery serpent and set it upon a pole and it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten when he looketh upon it shall live and Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole and it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Yesterday evening when I saw what someone sent me, 
uh, with the people and the children and the little children being dragged out of the water, I was like, Lord, have mercy. And, and you know, it's like, the only song came to me at that time was, Abide with me. Fast falls the eventide. In darkness, we have to get out and let our light shine. And there were there we there they were on the on on the sea. But then the sea was angry. Where what happened? The spirit of death was right there on the sea. Oh, but I felt compassion for those little children. Because you see, the little children, they don't know no better. Oh, help us, Jesus, help us from murmuring and complaining. So the Holy Spirit gave me this morning the message, why do the heathen rage? Rage. Why? Why do the heathen rage? In the book of Psalms 2, 1 to 12 says, and, and I'll find it and read it for you. Psalm 2, 1 to 12. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. It says, why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord had said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way, when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. That's the word of the Lord. And so, the rod which Christ has actually, there's a rod of correction, it is actually a rod of correction. And I remember the old people say, you, 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 you just don't be quiet. I have the rod of correction right here for you. The word declares in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 13, withhold not correction from a child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. And Proverbs chapter 22 verse 15 says, Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but a rod of correction shall drive it far from him. 
it's time for us to settle down and cry out to God and be content with whatever God brings our way. If he brings water, praise him. If he brings a little piece of grits, you still praise him. The word rage means violent and raving madness or anger, to be filled with violent anger. I saw that a few days ago. It just did not make no sense to me. The reason it didn't make, make no sense to me, when God stripped me and he had me to give away everything, there I was one day with no food. What I did, I was reading my Bible and I was praising God and I was thanking him for what he was about to bring. I had water. And two days later, because I praised him, <coughs> glorified his name, <coughs> he sent a bag of food here. I never asked no one for it. It's time for us to settle down, quiet our spirit, and be grateful. We didn't see the people in Abaco carrying on like this. Neither did we see the people in Freeport carrying. They were grateful, and they still are grateful. Don't let God have to visit us. But he's going to, because we refuse to settle down. It's description, the rod is descriptive of, let's talk about the sea in Luke 8, 24. And they came to him and awoke him saying, Master, Master, <clears throat> we perish. So here it is, we're still saying, oh, oh, Master, we're perishing. We perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased and there was a calm. When we are caught in the storms of life, it is, it is easy to think that God has lost control and that we are at the mercy of the winds of fate. In reality, God is sovereign. He controls the history of the world as well as our personal destinies. Just as Jesus calmed the waves, he can calm whatever storms you may have or you may face. It is also descriptive of strong drink. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 1 says, We, wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. There is no wisdom in drunkenness. Only brawling and confusion. When you, when you abuse wine, that is alcoholic wine, A wise person does not do that. A wise person takes the danger seriously. In Proverbs 23, verse 29 to 35, who, who, <clears throat> who, has, who has such sorrows? Who has contention? Who has complaints? <clears throat> who has wounds? without cause, who has redness of eyes, those who linger long at the wine, those who go in search of mixed wine, do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it swirls around smoothly at the last, it bites like a serpent and stings like a viper. 
your eyes will see strange things and your heart will utter perverse things. You will be like one who lies down in the midst of the sea or like one who lies at the top of the mast saying, they have struck me, but I was not hurt. They have beaten me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake that I may seek another drink? Have you ever come across an alcoholic? Lord, please deliver the alcoholics. It is descriptive of anger. Daniel chapter 3 verse 13. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought them, they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar had lost control. He had almost lost his mind. How could anyone dare to destroy his commands? As the supreme ruler of, 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 of Babylon, he expected absolute obedience. But his pride had caused him to go beyond his authority. He went mad. His demands were unjust and his reactions extreme. If you find yourself angered when people don't follow your directions, ask yourself, why am I reacting? Your ego may be, your ego may be overly involved with your authority. It is descriptive of the heathen, as I read in your hearing. Psalm 2, verse 1 to 3. Why do the heathen rage? And the people imagine a vain thing. People often think if they can only get away from God, yet we all inevitably serve somebody or something, whether human king an organization, or even our selfish desires. Just as a fish is not free when it leaves the water, and a tree is not free when it leaves the soil. We are not free when we leave the Lord. We can find the one sure freedom by wholeheartedly serving God, the Creator. God can set you free to be the person he created you to be. God laughs, not at the nations, but at their confused thoughts about power. It is the laughter of the father when his two-year-old say he can outrun his father. The father knows the boundaries of power of his child. God knows the boundaries of power of the nations. Every nation is limited, but God is transcendent. If you have to choose between con confidence in God and confidence in any nation, choose God. Pride and power will cause nations and leaders to rebel against God and try to break free of him. Our world here is trying that. Our world have many leaders who boast of their power, who rant and rave against God and his people. 
who promised to take over and form their own empire. God will sit in the heavens and he will laugh because any power they have belongs to God. And he, he can also take it away from them. We need to fear God. It is caused by insanity. Second Chronicles 16, 7 to 10. Judah and Israel never learned, although God had delivered them, they never learned. Although God had delivered them, even when they were outnumbered by repeatedly, they repeatedly sought help from pagan nations rather than from God. That Asa sought help from Aram was evidence of national spiritual decline. We need to seek help from God. We need to hear the voice of God speaking. With help from God alone, Asa had defeated the Cushites in open battle. But his confidence in God slipped. Don't let your confidence in God slip. slip. His confidence in God slipped. And now he sought only a human solution to his problem. Remember Saul, who was hearing from God? And all of a sudden, because of his rebellion, he had to seek confidence from, from the witch of Endor. And so, he sought only a human solution to his problem. When confronted by the prophet Hanani, Asa threw him in prison, revealing the true condition of his heart. It is not sin to use human means to solve our problems. It's not a sin, but it is sin to trust them more than God to think they are better than God's ways or to leave God completely out of the problem solving. So, so when we check the scripture in 2 Kings chapter 5, I'll find that for you. 2 Kings chapter 5, Second Kings chapter five, verse 11 and 12 says, behold, no, that's not it. Second Kings chapter five. talking about Naaman now. 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 11 and 12. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper, the leprosy. Are not Abana and Papha, river of Damascus, better? than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them 
and be clean. So he turned and went away in a rage. Pride. Pride. Obedience to God begins with humility. We must believe that his way is better than our way. Naaman was filled with pride. He left with rage because he thought the cure for his disease was too simple. What Naaman had to do to have his leprosy washed away is similar to what we must do to have our sins washed away. Humbly accept God's mercy. Don't let your reaction to the way of faith keep you from the cure you need the most. Jealousy. Proverbs 6 verse 30, 34 declares, For jealousy is the rage of a man, therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. Insolence against God. 2 Kings 19, verse 27 and 28. 2 Kings chapter 19. Verse 27 and 28 says, But I know thy abode, and thy giving out, and thy coming in. But I know thy abode, and thy going out, and thy coming in and thy rage against me, because thy rage against me and thy tumult is come up into mine ears, therefore I will put my hook in thy nose and my bridle in thy lips, and I will turn thee back by the way by which thou camest. If you treat others bad, God will do the same to you. Lord, help us not to rebel against you in rage. Help us to humble ourselves. Remove pride from us. Oh Lord, help us. We need your help, Father. We really, really need your help. And so, I need his help. You need his help. We need to walk in humility. We need to be thankful. We need to be grateful. We need to turn our eyes upon Jesus and not these things of the world. If we don't humble ourselves and be grateful, God has to visit us. Lord have mercy. So I found myself yesterday just in a Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Let us stop raging. Let us pray and ask God for a meek and quiet spirit. Let us be content 
Paul said, whatever state I find myself, I learn to be content. And you know, yesterday when I saw the death of those little children and the people, immediately my heart, just the compassionate part in the session, just tripped right in. And all I could say was this, abide with me. You see, we're going about our business, but we forget right in the hospitals here. There's so much people sick and dying and daily and over the world, sick and dying daily. Fast falls the eventide, the darkness deepens, Lord with me abide. When other help us fail and comforts flee, help of the helpless, oh, abide with me because when other helpers who trying to help us fail and when they try to comfort us but the comforts flee help of the helpless they can't help but we know who can help god swift to its close ebbs out lies little day, earth's joys grow dim, its glories pass away, change and decay in all around I see, O oh, Thou who changes not, abide with me. I need Thy presence every passing hour. What but thy grace can for the tempter's power who like thyself my guide and stay can be through cloud and sunshine lord abide with me so let us stay abiding with him as the darkness deepens help of the helpless those little children couldn't help themselves their parents took them oh my gosh and what i saw i was like lord jesus help me not to complain 
draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. Oh, the blood of Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, oh, the blood of Jesus, it washes white as snow. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. There's deliverance in the blood of Jesus, Lord. Deliver your people. Help us not to be angry and rant and rage. There's deliverance in the blood of Jesus. There's deliverance in the blood of Jesus. There's deliverance in the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Listen, people. There is food in this nation. There is water in this nation. And what if the laundromat is closed down when God stripped me? Thank God for water that I was able to wash in a tub and go to the line. Oh, when God brings us back to that, what are we going to do? Are we still going to be in a rage? Let us be grateful. Let us be grateful and thankful. I pray that the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind and don't get caught up in what is going on in the world, but keep your eyes fixed and your mind fixed on Jesus. He's the author and finish of your faith. And may God's grace and his mercy cover you today. When Paul was crying out, I'm sure he might have been ranting too because of pain. And God answered him and said, my grace is sufficient. So he has given us sufficient grace to go through what we're going through. And what we should do is settle ourselves. Don't be so prideful. I don't want this deed and I don't want that deed and I don't have no food. Yes, we have food. We have food. We give God thanks for whatever we have. And we praise him. I bless him. I honor him. I glorify his name. 
And like I said, may his grace and his mercy overshadow you today. And I love you.